it's that time of the year again. While we won't be strolling around Hollywood Boulevard, we will be strolling along West Street and Main Street in Annapolis for the 11th Annual Annapolis Film Festival. From March 23rd to the 26th, you can enjoy more than 70 films, Q&A sessions with filmmakers, panels, coffee chats, and yes, plenty of parties. Tickets and passes are on sale now at annapolisfilmfestival.org. But right now, we're going to give you a taste of things to come as we interview directors and producers of some of the hottest movies on the slate. I've walked into this office probably for like nine years, and it's always looked like a bomb has exploded. And I'm here this year in 2023 for the 11th Annual Annapolis Film Festival, and it looks so neat. So that must mean you guys have your act together and it's all smooth sailing and we're just ready to go, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. The, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> we are we are feeling it this year. Stick with know? that story. Yeah. Stick with it. Stick with yeah. it. I, I know the how movies can. are back. Naptown has a big festival to, to welcome. They really do. Well, AnnapolisFilmFestival.org is where you want to go to start. The film festival comes in March 23rd, which is a Thursday night, runs through Sunday, March 26th. And these two ladies, Lee Anderson and Patty White, are bringing 70-plus films to six venues in four days, and they do all have their hair still at this point. So that's good. Barely. <laughs> it's turning white. <laughs> um, well, welcome back again. And I mean, this is so exciting again, because now this is our second year after COVID in person. Uh, so hopefully COVID is pretty much it's in the back of our minds, but it's in the rearview mirror and, and we're moving forward, which is amazing. And that really sort of ties in with um, your theme of this year. It's looking beyond it Looking is. beyond, yes. We want to look beyond everything this year. <laughs> <laughs> to, to a degree, you know, it, it was, it's funny. And I mean, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about the theme because as I looked through some of the films that you've released, you released The Full Slate the other day. And without knowing a lot about the films, I'm seeing that there's a lot of uncomfortable films, I'm going to say. Uh, that, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, that... It makes you think. It makes you think, get out of your comfort zone. Uh, a couple that I, you know, were there was um, Vicki Bruce's movie about the immigration down at the border. Uh, the gentleman that rode in the Ram race. Oh, all, yeah. All, arm, or all legs, all, no legs, all heart. Right. Um, and a double amputee that raced from California to Annapolis, Maryland. Um You've got Waves Apart, which is deals in anti-Semitism, and I'm going to speak with uh, Josh Green on that a little bit later today. And Out in the Ring, which again is a, is the transgender and the you know and and the the gay issue in professional wrestling. Right. Um, I can totally see where it makes people feel just a little squirmy, but definitely want to dig deep into it, which is really what the film festival is to me. I mean, you you start a conversation and you talk about it. Well, we have something for everyone in this festival. Um, it's not all discomforting, <laughs> but our goal is also to push people a little off their center and make them 
understand and see the world and accept things and understand different cultures and different lives and different peoples. And that's always been one of our missions. But this year, at Looking Beyond as our theme, we're, we are trying to do that. We're trying to like pull the covers on things and, and make people see a little beyond and behind and, and you know, further down the road than we've been before. And you still can be entertained and informed and all of that with that. Oh, without a doubt. Some of the well, most uncomfortable movies you, you see are the, some of the best movies that you've seen. Sometimes you look backwards to go forwards. And I feel like this year we're hopefully past a pandemic and people were sort of stuck in a quagmire of isolation and other things. So we, we want to push people to look beyond being isolated, let's be back together, let's be back engaged in the world and look beyond our own preconceptions. Well, with 11 years of experience, you guys have got this down and you know, you know how to do that successfully. And I'm just looking at some of the successes that you had in 2022 with uh, Emily the Criminal up for some major awards, Fire of Love, which was incredible, uh, a love song, which I didn't get a chance to see, or Night Rider, all up for some major awards at the Oscars coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And then you look at some of the stuff that you had in the past, uh, King Richard, LBJ, uh, The Biggest Little Farm, mm-hmm. uh, The Post. Uh, these are all big movies, uh, big important movies that have come here to Annapolis in the Annapolis Film Festival because of you guys. We're excited that we were able to do this for our community. I think the thing Patty and I are the most proud of in the whole time we've done this is that we've been able to bring in amazing stories that have transformed people individually and collectively as a community. It, it really has. And I was speaking with somebody the other day, I can't remember who it was, and I said that the film festival is very similar to, like, Midnight Madness. You end up seeing some people that you haven't seen in a year, and you pick up right where you left off, and you're, you're talking about the memories that you had in 2022, or 2020, or 2019. So, yeah, <laughs> we won't discuss those. You know, or 2019 and 18, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and it just, it just brings it back, and, I, and I'd still, I've said it year after year after year, I love that when a film breaks, uh, if I go to the Harbor Center or to the mall, uh, I go to the bathroom and I leave. Uh, here... Uh, I hold it. I hold my bladder. And we sit here and we have a conversation. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, wow, it blew me away. Uh, it pissed me off. It made, I haven't laughed that hard. And, I mean, you know, some of them, you know, that aren't to my taste or somebody else's taste, oh, my, what, what did I just watch? <laughs> you know, yeah. Which is all great and all part of the experience of strolling around town and, and catching these. Well, that's why film festivals are so important in communities. That's why we believed in it so much to bring it here. But also, you know, you can get lazy in a film festival, too. You can just sort of, oh, we'll just take this and we'll just take that and we'll get through it. It's so hard to build a slate. It's really hard. And it's really hard after COVID because so many films were held back for two years and then they all came out last year. Now we're starting with the films made sort of during COVID and at the end of of the the big push and you don't have as as many. So it's, it's very difficult. But the fact is one of the things that everybody can always feel confident in here is that we're going to curate to the best of our ability for our community, for the industry as well, but also mostly for our community. This is a festival. It was built on our community's support and love for it. And we are attending to that, you know, with, with a real eye to what people here want to see, but also what we think they 
will em- embrace once they do see. Well, you've done that so well over the years, too, because, I mean, you, you look in the, the Naval Academy, okay, you've had some controversial and you've had some, you know, say, military-related yeah. films. Uh, obviously, you've had some political films. We've got some films that deal with uh, communities that are divided between, you know, with race, and we have our own little issues here in, in Annapolis. Certainly, the sailing showcase that comes on every year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the African-American showcase, which I think you've changed the terms that now it's now it's called the uh, black experience, the black experience, because not all people that are going to be part of this it, it, black I, people are identified as African-American, um, as African-American. Right. That's right. We have Caribbean come from other different parts places. of the world and whatever. So we want to be much more inclusive. Uh, that showcase is as um, really developed and we feel very strongly. And and last year we gave our first impact, the, the uh, African-American impact right. award this year, the black Experience Impact Award is going to Beth Ann Hardison uh, with the film that she's bringing incredible, I mean, <laughs> Invisible Beauty, and it is incredible, <laughs> too. Um, and she is the co-director and the subject of the film, along with Fred Chang, who also directed it, and he directed Dior and I and Halston and okay. things like that. So they're both and coming. She was a pioneer in the early days of even creating a space for um, black models to be in the world. She understood black beauty before anyone else really did. Really she, got it. She put it out there in the way to understand it. And we're going, she's, you know, she's um, a still active, incredible woman. And she's uh, coming here to Annapolis. And we're excited about that. So she's going to be actually be here? Yep, yes. she'll be here to accept the award. On Saturday <clears throat> at 5 o'clock is when the um, uh, showcase begins. And afterwards, uh, she'll accept the award and do the Q&A. And that's at Maryland Hall in the main at Maryland Hall. I yes. think so. Well, your venues this year, um, you've got some old favorites. Maryland Hall, which is a wonderful venue, has two venues, actually. It's got the main theater up top and then the uh, Bowen Theater down in the bottom. And that's where you guys do most of your... Annapolis Film Society screenings throughout the year, which are absolutely phenomenal. And if anybody is not aware, go to uh, annapolisfilmfestival.org, and then you can sign up for the Film Society. And you try to go about once a month, and then you ease up a little bit as you get into the festival. But some of the films have just been phenomenal. I haven't seen all of them, but I've been to a good number of them. Uh, Well worth it. Uh, No more expensive than than a movie theater. Uh, no popcorn, but you know we'll work on that. <laughs> sometimes there's popcorn. It depends. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes if you're a member of the film society, you get to go to a wine reception beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, exactly. There you go. There we have all kinds of things going on. You hear that? There's um, a perk for wine. That should bring also, it, everybody. I in. would say that this year at Maryland Hall, um, we are going to enhance the sound a bit for, for well, people who have struggled in the past sometimes because it's a hall that's built for. It's you been know, a somewhat terrifying, ongoing issue for us in terms of being worried to the artist or distributor of how we're presenting because the surfaces are in really hard surfaces in there, which were great for the symphony and the ballet and everybody, but for film, it, it's sometimes difficult with the sound. And this we're is doing, the main theater. Yeah, because yeah. we're doing 5.1 surround. So there's a speaker behind the screen and then there's four in each corner so that it's coming from all directions around you. And that presents a different acoustic Treatment. Okay, so the one they're bouncing off of everything as mm-hmm. opposed to being direct right. where they need to. It's be. not washing straight over you. So we'll be piping and draping in there this year to try to mitigate some of the sound. It'll be much better. It'll be interesting. It'll be much better. But you know, your other venues that you have are um, the Ramshead on stage. You've got that's uh, for our coffee talks. Okay, yeah. um, Asbury United. Is Asbury United Methodist? 
Yes, Asbury United Methodist Church. Where's my thing here? Asbury United Methodist Church um, on West Street. Right. Uh, The Boys and Girls Clubs of Annapolis, I saw that up there. And you've had some events there in the past. Yeah, we're turning that theater um, into a... You mean the gym? That gymnasium, that large gymnasium, into a beautiful theater. It's going to be terrific. And that's the one that's wide and has the big stage on the one side and the bleachers on the other. Mm -hmm. It will have a 30-foot screen just like Maryland Hall. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll be a fantastic... Lots of chairs and good sound. It's going to be great. And then Annapolis Elementary, which is always fun down, uh, right down there by the water. So, um, well, what can we look forward to as far as films go? I mean, I know we've got the features, the documentaries, the showcases and... Well, first of all, we're just excited. We actually have nine films coming from Sundance this year. It's a record for us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just just off of Sundance. I mean, they've just been seen there. And one one film that's going to be premiering at South By, so it hasn't been seen anywhere yet, um, and that's Flamin' Hot, uh, Eva Longoria's new film that she directed. This is her directorial debut. And she's... Um, Boy, there's a sort of a innuendo there. Eva Longoria and Flamin' Hot. <laughs> Except, unfortunately, it's about Cheetos. (laughs) Well, it is based on a a true story about the janitor at Frito-Lay who came up with the idea to make the Flamin' Hot Cheetos and Doritos. Oh, it's definitely inspired by a true story. story. I'm not sure every detail is is exact, but um, it's definitely inspired by... um, a, a guy who, um, Mexican-American family. Right. The guy who had... Uh, Mr. Montanez. Worked for a, yep. Ricardo, I think yeah. his name. Or, or, yeah. And he was there for um, eight years as a janitor. And then he uh, discovers, he know he wants to be so much more, but he hasn't been able to figure out how to do that without the education, without all of the things that everybody has. So it's an inspiring story because he took his ingenuity and his um, creativity, and he decided to grab some Cheetos and figure out how, and I'm not going to tell you all how, make them how to make them different, and then how and to get his, to the guys, yeah. the powers that be, to sell the idea. That's cool. Yeah. That's neat. It's really wonderful, and it stars also Dennis Haysbert, who you've seen many times in the Allstate commercials, and uh, Tony Shalhoub is also in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Opening night is Chevalier. Oh. Yeah, and I have seen uh, previews of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys sent some out with your with your emails as well, and that looks absolutely fantastic. It's, it's, it's a big. wonderful film. It's epic. It's big, and it, it's you know, this is something that we always hope an opening night can be because it's going to fill the theater. It belongs in there. That's our opera house and our symphony house, you know, at Maryland Hall. And now we're bringing in this film that has that music, that wonderful music, and a great story to go with it. You know, I mean, it's the, the he was the son of, um, and a, the illegitimate son of a, of a slave and a plantation owner. And it takes place in mid 17th century France under the rule of um, Marie Antoinette. And it's got everything in it. It has, it has everything. It's got the, it's, it, it's just got right. it all. Drama, you know? passion, <laughs> romance, <laughs> politics, yeah. and everything, intrigue, yeah. music, um, the arts. And, yeah. For all who come on opening night, we will have a French theme after party. Compliments of the palate pleasers who will certainly be pleasing our palates with French (laughs) fare. Yeah. And a few little surprises. You know, I know last year it was all about chocolate. (laughs) Yes, it was. Uh, Beginning and ending. Because last year we were trying to be how sweet it was to be back. back. You know what I mean? Right. right. (laughs) Now we're back. Well, I I happen to notice that the closing film 
is two tickets to Greece. So mm-hmm. we're moving from France <laughs> to Greece. Are we having, yeah. We're having Euros. We're looking at beyond. Baby, we're beyond our shores this year. Exactly. <laughs> we're going beyond out there. <laughs> well, we're encouraging people to get back out in the world again. I mean, people are wanting to travel again. They, you know, before for a while we were just sort of honed in our homes and and we wanted to sort of look in front of us. But now I think people really want to. They want to be on the move and they want to be. They want to see films and stories that take you places as well. So that's what uh, that's what our films are doing. We have a lot of foreign films. They're really accessible and relatable. You know, they're not just sort of crazy art films that only 10 people are going to love, you know, they're wonderful. These are very accessible and wonderful films. And um, we have uh, lifted the screen. We're going to be lifting the screen in the Bowen Theater, so you'll be able to read subtitles easily. We're trying to do everything to make the viewers so comfortable and happy to be at the festival. I've never met anybody that isn't happy to be at the festival, so you've already got half, half of it. But well, we're trying to improve the cinematic experience so pe- maybe people even appreciate it more. Because think about our lives. We're distracted every minute by our cell phones, by everything. But when you walk into that theater, for us, it's like going to church, you know? It's sacred. You turn off the phones. You don't pay attention to anything else. You focus in the dark room and what's on the screen and you let the sound wash over you and you have an experience. Yeah. You know, that is so true. And you talk about that we live our lives in front of screens, whether it's a little six inch screen in your phone or whether it's a 13 inch screen on your laptop, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even it's a 50 inch screen in your living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, nothing compares to a 30 foot screen. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I mean, for people who say, Oh, I don't think the theaters are ever coming back. Just go and sit in one and then, Tell yourself afterwards if you don't want to go back yeah, and that sit and want to get you know. On the couch. No, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't. doesn't, and it doesn't feel as good either. And you can't ex- experience it with your whoever you're with the same way either. You know, it's a different kind of thing. Um, I'll tell you a story. My son took his three-year-old son to the movies for the first time. He, they were the only people in the theater. It was in downtown Los Angeles. They went to see um, was it. Lorax or whatever that uh, uh-huh. Dr. Seuss film is. Right. And he said, I hope this is appropriate. Um, and he FaceTimed me and I saw my grandson's face in this thing. He was just, it wasn't even glued to the screen. He was, uh, the feeling of being in the theater that when they left, I said, how did he like it? He said, he cried because he didn't want to leave the theater. <laughs> blown, blown away. Blown away by the experience. And I think that... That's the magic we want to bring for everybody. We want you to feel that in some ways. And hopefully we have the films that will make you feel that way. You know? Well, what else, what else is hot oh. on your list as far? Now, now, you guys have a habit of like going down the entire slate because they're all hot on your list. That's true. That <laughs> is true. Tell us what you want to know. Uh, but no, I, I mean, what, what are the ones that are really going to resonate with Annapolis and oh, beyond no. here. Okay, so we have two that have a really interesting tie to Annapolis. These are two um, world premieres? Um, well, there are three that actually have a tie to Annapolis, but we'll talk about the two world premieres first. Um, we are fortunate that we have uh, our sailing film as a world premiere. Nobody's ever seen it. It's just being finished in post right now. It's called Melgus, The Wizard of Zenda, and that's about Buddy Melgus, who in racing circles is widely known as the guy who would beat you and then tell you how he beat you <laughs> in sailing. Um, so he, he's the sailor's sailor. You know what I mean? Right, All the sailors yeah. know this guy, you know? So there's lots of um, archival uh, America's Cup footage and everything in it. It's wonderful. And it's preceded by a short film about 
a pretty well-known uh, photographer named Sharon Green who hangs out of helicopters and shoots all those incredible photos during the America's Cup that makes the calendar every year. Right. So she'll be here. And the director of Melgus will be here. That's Mark Connor. And uh, they'll both be here, along with Gary Jobson, yeah. who's going to... And who's in the film. Gary's in it as I'm, well. I, I, I was going to say Gary would be like <laughs> yeah. a low-hanging fruit to bring, right. bring in because he's right here in the neighbor. And, and he, will be, um, he will be up there and he'll be, you know, hosting, um, talking to Sharon and, and the others. But uh, we want him to be part of the panel as well. So, so Joe Newmeyer is going to interview Gary. That, okay. That's because Gary is we also told that in to the Gary film. yet, but Gary. That's, in case you were listening, Gary. <laughs> um, FYI, mm-hmm. but that that's a big Annapolis tie. I mean, it's the sailing capital of the U.S. So why not have it here? Um, another film that has a really great tie to Annapolis is called Of Medicine and Miracles, because the doctor who's performing Medicine and Miracles in the film went to the U.S. Naval Academy, Dr. Carl June. He's now at Penn, uh, at the hospital at Penn, right. and he's a very, very well-known and well-thought-of doctor, What's cancer the... doctor, leukemia okay. is his specialty. Um, and this film, he, he has discovered a certain cure for a certain type of leukemia, um, and it's re- really a powerful... re-engineering pa- stem cells, he's saved the lives of about 15,000 people. But the story parallels his journey of bizarre discovery and tangential learning that led him to these unique solution ideas at the same time a family's trying to say fight for the life of their five-year-old it's all about a family and so it's it's a really moving compelling story so that's exciting i I would say and you know unfortunately uh, cancer does touch so many of, of our lives in so many different ways uh, and this is hopeful and it's made by a filmmaker named ross kaufman he's already been um to the Academy Awards for a film called Born into Brothels. Okay. I, I saw one in there that looked not so much by the title, but by the uh, director or producer, but uh, Ray Romano's Somewhere in Queens. Yeah. Sounds like it sounds like it, it probably has the potential to be funny. Lee and I saw that film at Palm Springs Film Festival, and we were like, yeah, we're going to bring it in. Um, so it's... Yeah, we had hoped that even Ray would be able to come, but his, the schedules of a lot of these actors right now are incredibly Very busy, busy. Yeah. so it's almost impossible to get them here. But um, but he, this was his directorial his debut. directorial debut, and he stars in it with Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, you've probably seen a million times oh, and didn't oh, yeah, know her name. Was, um, yeah, I'm trying. She was in a sitcom forever yes, for years. Um, she was a sister of somebody. Yes. not Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. Yes, it was. It was a Roseanne. And, and he's you know he's got this Italian family in Queens that is involved in every single aspect of everybody's life, you know, <laughs> everything. Uh, and, um, and every ceremonial event happens at the same venue throughout <laughs> yeah. the films. Get the jokes away. Is that, uh, but yeah, yeah well, you'll see. You'll see. It's very Italian but, in that yeah, way. It, it is. And, and it's, it's great because it's focused around a teenage son who's a big basketball player and how a father can just sort of, because his own life is so complicated and, insecure, so to speak, that his desire to be involved in his son's future <laughs> overtakes everything and completely messes with his own life. So um, it's a, it's quite something. It's a dramedy. I mean, it's it's funny. It's also very dramatic and yeah, poignant. It and, but it's a great message about family and yeah. you still love each other at the end of the day. Even if right. you screwed up, you forgive yeah. each other. It's, a, and, it's got a great ending. And yeah. uh, I mean, I think people will enjoy it. So um, and also we're, we're only... Um, uh, able to play that film once, so if you want to see that, it's uh, it's going to be about quarter of five, I think, on Friday okay. um, at the at Maryland Hall. Well, my recommendation for the film festival is to 
uh, get your pass, get a pass. Don't get the, don't bother with the individual tickets. I mean, unless you've got really yeah. time things because passes yeah. are the way to go, they are. but uh, play hooky. Don't go to work. Call out sick. You know what? You it's know, Friday. It's Friday. That's fine. Nobody's nobody's going to miss you. You're not. You you're not to, that if important. you go to opening night, you want to sleep in, right? Because you're going to party. Also, I also want to say that for the for the no legs all heart, the whole team of them are coming oh in gosh. here. So we have Andre, who's the subject of the film, who did the race across America and ended up here in Annapolis. He will be flying in from his new home in Italy. He's coming in wow. for that. And uh, the director is coming. The producers are, are Two local. Two editors and the um, S, uh, FX person as of this morning. Right. So they'll all be here. It's going to be a wonderful Q&A. The film is very inspiring, and it's a world premiere. And it'll play twice, once on Saturday and once on Sunday. So check your schedules. Okay, very cool. Now, you, you talked about the Q&A and the, and the panels and stuff like that. I mean, they're peppered throughout mm-hmm. the, uh, and as well as coffee talks early in the morning yeah. for the early risers as well. And this is a really unusual I don't know if it's unusual in the film fest world, but certainly for Annapolis, but it's a very unique opportunity to get there and talk with these producers, these directors, perhaps some actors about, you know, how, how films are made and, and mm-hmm. what goes into it, which yeah. nobody realizes what it is when they pay that 15 bucks at the theater and it plops down in the seat with a, bu- with a bucket of popcorn. The more intimate stories, the ones that aren't always told about in the Q&A, come out in coffee talks. Because, you know, you, you can, you're right there with, with them and, and everybody's, it's the morning and you come in kind of, you know, disheveled. We got and, that <laughs> last night fog going on. Right. Exactly. Who knows and and, look, and they'll, say, they'll say anything then, you know. <laughs> Thank God for Baltimore Coffee and Tea Company. There'll be coffee. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they keep us going. They, they keep our, uh, all systems going. But it is a time. It's an intimate conversation. It's hosted, but it's also something where you, you, John, can say, hey, how'd you get this crazy idea? Or how'd you ever get access to this? Or what made you even think of this? Christopher Llewellyn Reed is going to uh, host a couple of them over the weekend. Yeah. And a lot of times that just puts a whole new perspective on the film that you either saw or are going to see. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, which is that's, really, that's very true. And Really um, pretty neat. Other films that you're all really excited oh, about oh wow. yeah there, there are a lot yeah. i mean there's some really great smaller films i mean and oh we have also judy bloom forever which is you know the, the doc the big doc on right. judy bloom which is wonderful all the judy bloom she, fans yes you know she broke all the, the barriers on teen sexuality mm-hmm. early on yeah so we're gonna have a couple screenings of that film great one to catch and we saw a, a film called the starling girl at uh through the sundance virtual and it was it's a very very special film and it hits on a subject of you you know, these very conservative religious families and a young girl coming of age in that family and how she's dealing with the the rules and the and the, the family, um, com, you know, what, what's expected and where she is in her life and some of the choices that get made. So that's an, that's an interesting film. And um, also we have the film, another really wonderful indie called The Grotto. And for those of you who are Broadway fans, um, it's Written and directed by uh, Joanna Gleason, who won the Tony for Into the Woods. And it's her directorial debut yes. as, a, you know, as a director. And she's stars, an actress. It stars Betsy Brandt from Breaking Bad. Okay. And it's a wonderful story. Well, it starts out with a, like a, a rough start, and then she's uncovering the remnants of uh, the relationship she thought she had with her husband and putting some pieces back together and rediscovering what life is really all about. It's and that's a big Friday told. night film Beautifully for us, told. That's yeah. a spotlight film. Mm-hmm. And another, you know, we have some young films too. We have uh, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, which we saw at Palm Springs. It's kind of like uh, a group of young 
20s, early 30s activists literally try to figure out how to blow up a pipeline that they think is ruining the environment and their health and everything else. So it's kind of like Avengers for the ecosystem. And then we have Susie Searches, which also is out of Sundance. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. No. It's no. Did I get that (laughs) wrong? It it premiered at Toronto Toronto. and then it went to um, uh, Palm Springs. But it's a it's very interesting. It's also a youngish kind of film too, and it has to do with Instagram and um, influencers, and it's sort of a mystery and a thriller kind of thing. I mean, so it's it's good. She's solving a mystery from a podcast that yeah, you will like this one, John. Okay. It's right also, up your what's it called? Susie, Susie Searches. Searches. Okay. We also have a film called What's Love Got to Do with It, which is not the Tina Turner What's Love right. Got to Do with not It. This too is bad. Generation oh. later. Oh my God! What a great song that is. <laughs> so it's it's basically our Saturday night spotlight, um, you know, our eight o'clock at night spotlight at Maryland Hall, and it's about um, it, it's by the same people that did uh, the producers that did Love Actually and Bridget Jones' Diary. Right. So it, it's that got that sort of feel to it, but it's Emma Thompson and it's um, Lily James and Lily James and it's it's about a Pakistani family that wants to arrange a marriage for their doctor son. And Lily James happens to have grown up next door to him and was his friend. And so she's going to come in. She's a documentarian. And her goal is to just is, is to film the journey of this arranged marriage. So that's that's that film. <laughs> that's our Saturday night uh, film. Also, um, we have uh, Butterfly in the Sky. Yeah. So how many of all of us grew up with the Reading Rainbow and LeVar Burton. Sure. Right? Huge. So this is a homage down a nostalgia lane about the joy of reading and what it did for kids for so many it's years. It's also got LeVar all through this film. He's interviewed. It's just a wonderful story about how PBS did this, the complicate, the struggle of it. What I mean, it's a really good film. It's really good. So. And there's another complimentary film of that called The Right to Read. And actually, that was on Good Morning America this morning. Yeah, and the, or or CBS Morning News, I think GMA. this morning. I okay. I think it was well, yeah. National it's on, news. on national news. news. Yeah, and and it was also uh, Lavar was the executive producer of that film. So this is you know his his big and you know we have a connection to Lavar here in Annapolis since he played Kunta Kinte and Kunta Kinte oh, came yeah. into our doc. So that's right. Um, and for the first time ever, we have three family oriented films. So we want people to know they can bring their kids. To the film yeah. festival. This has been, this is a festival for everybody. And you, it you, is. you've said that several different times, but I know that, you know, you've, you've reached out to schools, you've, you know, you've got family friendly things, you've got stuff that may be borderline for the family, you've got others that are probably may not be the most appropriate, but it really is something for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're young or old, black or white, right. you That's know, true. Christian or Jewish. It, no. it, right. It, We've got it all. I mean, our Jewish experience is going to be great this year, too. It's, oh, you know, yeah. We've got the um, Art of Silence, which is the Marcel Marceau uh, doc, and then we have followed by, by Josh Green's short Waves Apart, which is going to be really interesting for people to see. You know? that, that is. I'm excited. I'm going to be speaking with him a little bit later. I'm excited to uh, learn a little bit more about that. that I, I don't want to spoil that one. No, that, don't spoil that, That's That's, that's a, a short one. It's 25 minutes long. Yeah. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it'll something be, else. Yeah. It'll also, be something else. We also have a, a, a complimentary film afterwards in the Bowen called Farewell, Mr. Hoffman, which is a complimentary film with a, a, a Jewish story back in the, in the 40s. During How the many war. films do you guys see in a year? Oh, oh gosh, you have no idea. Yeah, little click, 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 click. No, I should though, because I think I've seen a million this oh year. I, I don't know. It's a, a lot. We also it's have five French films this year, John. Yeah. Subtitles? They are some. 
Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Chevalier is not subtitled. It's in English. <laughs> but there's Brevard Paris. We have other people's children. We have smoking causes coughing. Mm -hmm. And we have Lemoncita, which is Italian and French. Italian and French. And, and then, of course, Chevalier. Okay. And we also, um, there's one other film, too, wasn't there? Um, maybe that's it. Is that five? I think that's five. Uh, ticket two tickets to Greece is also that's French. A, that's a, okay. Even though well, it's, I, I know that you've also, you know, we've talked about the community and everything else. You've got some local directors and producers here as well. I, mm -hmm. I know that um, we're going to be speaking with uh, Cheryl Starkalakis, and I'm probably yes, Cheryl Starkalakis. Starkalakis. I was yeah. close. Yes, you were very close. I, I was very close. Cheryl, he tried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and she is one of the producers of Out in the Ring. Yes, she yes. is. And, and of and Category, ca category Woman. Woman. She has okay. two films in. And then Vicki Bruce, who I couldn't disagree with more politically, but I absolutely love. Uh, I, I mean, I think Vicki is great, has her latest film. Yeah, she um, does. When she went down to the, um, the border. Down to the border and checked to see the legal representation, I guess it was, of the, the folks that were coming through. Uh, yes. And this is all. It's called uh, Los Abrogados, uh, which is the lawyers. And these are all female lawyers that go down to the border to try to help the immigrants coming over. So it's it's really good. And um, I, I don't know if you're going to be talking to Vicky or not. But and I know she did uh, did all that through um, you know, during the during the Trump administration as well. She did. So it was uh, well. She's never one to shy away from controversy. I let's let's yeah. say. And I, I remember uh, you know her first. I guess it was her first movie, the uh, Pippin's Astro. Mm-hmm. Great movie mm -hmm. to sit there and see if anybody was a fan of history of Annapolis. Go Google that and yeah, uh, see that for sure. Well, we're happy to have Vicky this year. So, um, and then of course we have our local focus shorts, and we have our student showcase on Sunday that's free to the public, thanks to Art in Public Places. We also um, have a new film that's just off of Sundance and a jury award winner from yes. Sundance, A Thousand and One, and it's about a um, a mother who basically kidnaps her son out of the foster care system because she's so disturbed about it. And, and it's very, it's, it's being talked about everywhere. It anyway, won the put, jury yeah, prize at Sundance. at Sundance. Right. It's called a thousand one. A thousand and, and one. one. Yeah. Wow. And it's got, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a powerful film. So we have that one, which we're really excited about. That will be just on Sunday. Um, so we have, I mean, there's still out of all these films we've talked about, there's still, so many more that we didn't I, well, get a chance to talk about well, I know. that are really great too. And and I looked and I I said it before, but I mean I didn't know what a shorts was when you know twelve years ago mm -hmm. uh, or eleven years ago. I mean I showed up at the bar going yeah I got my shorts. It's <laughs> not it. Get into our shorts, right? The old get into. I mis misread the memo, um, but there are a ton of short films, and I've become really come to love love them. Mm -hmm, yeah. And I even noticed that a lot of the theaters, uh, as the Oscar time rolls around, they do put together. Uh, you know, a tour, th you know, a two-hour thing of shorts. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really sort of getting into the psyche of the public, I think. Our, our that's kind Derek. of edgiest short, this shorts program this year is called Hell of a Job, and it's really, really great. And Derek's done a wonderful, Derek Horner, director of programming, mm -hmm. has done a fantastic job in pulling together the best of the best that's out there and making them fit the themes, you know, which is also really hard to do. Sure. So Hell of a Job is just all these stories that evolve around people that are in certain jobs and, and life work, you know, whatever their work is at the time and, and how they're interpreting it. And some of them are absolutely crazy. Some of them are really funny. Some of them are difficult. I mean, it, it's just great. It's a, that's a really fun thing to go to. Um, and then all of the panels, trust in me is a, is a very powerful one. Or, um, um 
and you that's can't go not, home again. Can't go home again. I mean, the, there's so many. than dot dot dot. <laughs> there's so many great shorts filtered, you know, picked. I mean, sprinkled throughout these shorts programs. So if anyone is, is into shorts, or even if you haven't done it before and you want to try it out this time, well, pick what, up one of the shorts programs. What, what defines a short? I mean, I, I've seen some that have been maybe sub five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen some that have maybe a little bit more than a half hour. You could have a two-minute short. And I think it's about 40, 40 minutes, minutes that they say is the end of what they call a short. Okay, so that's the window. It's that's the window. one to 40. But to be honest with you, in programming the, areas, the sweet the spot programmers, is, it's yeah. about 12, 12 to 15, 15 is, is, okay. is the sweet spot. 20 to 24 is acceptable most of the time. Uh, 5 to 10 is always great. But um, when you start getting longer, then it has to be really good. <laughs> well, a question <laughs> you know. for you, because you guys do Filmsters, which is a film camp, and you guys are producers and filmsters. Right. And, <laughs> and those are Everybody shorts. Everybody can all be a shorts. filmster, John. But, you can you know, be a but, filmster, too. True. But my question, I guess, is it when you do a short, is it that much more? I mean, to me, it seems like, okay, I've got 12 to 15 minutes to tell my story. Yeah. Okay, it's a lot easier to stand up on stage for an hour and a half and tell my story than it is in twice. Is it, the, is it much more difficult to produce a short than it is a longer I, feature I film? I think it's hard to do a short. It's hard because to do it well. you, you have to do, you can't, it, in, a, in a regular story, you're going to have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you have to have arcs all the way through, and you need to be going somewhere. A short doesn't really follow that. I mean, you have to have a story sometimes. I mean, sometimes they don't, but um, but it's really different. Your, your beats are different. You know, you have to, you're not hitting all the same beats you are in a narrative story or even in a documentary. You, you have to give a slice of it and get in and get out and be able to have a memorable moment in there. So you're looking for the moment or the, the, um, the effect of what you're saying or the, the theme. You know, yeah, uh-huh. you're, you're trying to hit something. You know, okay. That's kind of what it is. Makes um, sense. Well, in the past, you've done a shorts competition. Oh, boy. Is that, is that coming back again? Is and that, it is. And is that ever? Is it ever? Are, those that are making... Thanks. Those are making films. This is the the prize is huge. Well, yeah, it, it is huge. So uh, this is our what fifth annual shorts challenge, I think. Well, I this think year. so. And we're premiering a film that was a winner uh, the year we went into COVID. It was mm-hmm. called Everybody's Watching. So Omar Alikil will be here to finally share his work with everyone, uh, which is exciting. And uh, the course the theme this year was envisioning tomorrow for the shorts challenge so it was highly competitive this year which Mm -hmm. is great and interestingly several that are in the final finalists are uh have ties to maryland which yeah, they have is ties exciting a couple it, even here a couple actually the schools that they are doing um the uh one one is uh, out of scad two are from scad right. actually three are from scad but they two of them are uh, um, live in maryland they're yeah. from maryland yeah so one of them is that's local is uh, double. They're doing it together. Okay. Uh, that's um, uh, and then the other one is from SCAD, and he's not. He's on his own. Um, the the one that's doing it together is from Temple. So those those three are from this area. And then we have someone from Howard. Um, we USC. Have, we have someone from Towson even. Yeah, so that's, Towson you know, and USC. And we have two from USC. Okay. So that are coming in. So Maryland Actually, represents uh, this year. It, it does, and and this is a Shark Tankish. Yes. It is kind of a yeah, it is. That's what I say. It's, thing. It's you get out tank, there and you, you, know. you pitch your idea, and you right. can be as mundane or as elaborate as you like. And I've seen some of them, and some of them, you know, you get somebody, maybe it's the first time, they're very awkward, they're standing right. up saying, 
a, 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 a boy goes to school. <laughs> yeah, you're and, not going to find and, that this year. And you are others be blown are like, away this you know, okay, well, here's, you know, mm-hmm. here's my post trigger. Right. I've got, you yeah. know, I've got this and this is how it's going to go. And this is mm-hmm. where I'm going to film it. And this is what I want to do. And this is who I envision being in it. You know, whether they get that or not is part of what we're looking for is because we're not looking at a film. We're looking at an idea when they send their ideas in. So we're looking at an idea concept and that concept, we have to look at it and it, it has all the aspects like what would the budget be? What do we need? And all. So we look at it totality. Is it a good story? Could it be made? Is it practical? Can it be affordable under this? So we take five or six. This year we're taking six. We take six projects and then they'll pitch them on the stage uh, to the audience and to the judges and they have about three minutes to get their basic concept out and then they have about seven minutes that they're going to be grilled by the judges. So all the rest of the story about their film comes out. Everything down to the budget, their plan, their schedule, whether it's realistic, how you're going to do it, you know. Who, who picks the winners? The judges. The judges. Well, okay. the audience does vote and the judges use that as a way in case they're like tied with something or they just can't get past they want to see what resonated but basically they're going to go off and have coffee after this and they're going to sit down and go through all of them deliberate we have nothing to do with it we're out of it by then we've selected who we think are the best possibilities and then our industry judges are going to pick the winner very cool and then and then what they win is a production package uh, of camera package lighting sound post-production sound and design and post-production video all right here in Maryland. So our partners are Henninger Media and the Maryland Film Office. IATSE 487 joined this year, which is the local union for those involved in uh, film. And um, also um, we have a camera package and Sirius Grip and Electric and Studio Unknown. I had a question. You, you mentioned a couple of the people that have sponsored the festival there. Milwaukee. Where did power tools come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> last, last, last year I was like, and, but, but it was, it was memorable to me. Yeah. That, well, that's, that's what the whole, that's the whole purpose. Like they own that venue and you, every time I sat down, you saw Milwaukee tools up there in red. Right. So, and, um, you know, I think they realized a lot of people were either renovating flip, or flipping, or a lot of people were buying homes last year. The real estate market went bananas, right? That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to every me. Every year we get different. Sometimes it's the same and sometimes it's different. You know, I want to give a shout out. Wayne Rogers has been with us for the entire time we've been here supporting this festival, Synergics Synergics and Synergics Films. And they've been just, um, you know, really here for us. So We we do. We have a handful of people that have been with us for the whole ride. Baltimore Coffee and Tea. I think you have, John. I think in lightly on the first year. I'm, I'm, I'm like the yeah. cynic on the first year something comes out. It's like, I don't know how this is going to work. So, so, so it was a little bit. I make sure my, you're going to stick my, around. Dip my toe in the water and then we, uh, then yeah. we moved on. You know, and like Metropolitan's been with us, 49 West. Um, Ram's Head, I'm sure. Ram's Head, The Graduate, which was then Lowe's in the big early days. And then it was the Annapolis Hotel. And now it's The Graduate. They've, they've all been all with been us. There. And we couldn't do this without you guys. Totally. You talked about The Graduate and the trophy room. Uh, by the way, it is absent trophies right now. They had an event and they took the trophy cases. We play trivia there every Monday night and, mm-hmm. and we sort of sabotage the trophy cases with our own little custom trivia name uh-huh. coasters in there, but they haven't been there for a couple of weeks. Ah, so. That's interesting. Maybe but they're gone. Are you going to be having a party at the graduate again? I mean, you what's, what's Saturday, the deal with the parties? Saturday night bash. Opening night under the tent. Okay. Maryland, Maryland that Hall. was fabulous yeah. last year. It's going to be great this year too. 
Yeah, it's so much easier for everyone. Once you get there, you just relax, you're parked, you don't have to go anywhere else. You, you go to the party, you go into the film, you come out to the party. Right. It's easy. Yeah. For you oh. to say. <laughs> Friday night, we're doing uh, the Friday industry party is um, at O'Brien's. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Upstairs. Saturday bash is at the trophy room. Awesome. Yeah. So we have we have parties all the way through, um, and we still have the bagel breakfast for the Jewish experience, you know, right. the people who go to that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, I forgot to mention a film, which I think is going to be, you know, a lot of people might want to go see here, and it's called Little Richard, about Little Richard. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Um, so uh, it's the one. whole uh, birth of rock and roll. So, you know, that's... That was uh, at Sun. That was at Sundance. That was too. at Sundance as well, and the director will be coming with that. So, uh, yeah, that that's definitely... Actually, Lisa Cortez is involved in two films. Yeah, she produced Invisible Beauty, uh, the Beth Ann Hardison, fi- um, Hardison film, and she uh, directed Little Richard. So um, she'll, she'll be here. I can see some parallels there. <laughs> I can see some parallels yeah, there. I mean, also, we didn't mention what the films were, the short film. I mean, the um, the uh, family films. We have Blueback, which is off just off Sundance, an Australian film uh, about the, you know, the big fish off of Australia and the a family that a girl that swam with it and, and got to know this fish very well. And uh, a, a lovely story about a mother and daughter. And that's called Blueback. And that's going to be our Sunday family film. And on f- Saturday, we have Mavka, which is the forest song, which is the Ukrainian animation that's just a beautiful it's film. It's spectacular. Yeah. Okay. It's really, be- really it's, lovely. I'm really excited we have a f- film from the Ukraine this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice yeah. to have that. Yeah. It's nice to have that. And we also, you mentioned edgy films at the beginning, and you said, well, we do have Mama Bears, which is about the mothers of gay and trans youth and uh, how they, and these, these were Christian women living in very conservative Christian homes who had to make a decision whether they were going to accept their children or not, their young children. And then this is, their, this is what they do to be able to get through that. Wow. So that's, that's also a film. Yeah, and then there's Revoir Paris, which um, yes. is about someone who survives a cafe attack, and she survives. So through her survivor's guilt and pieces of her memory through the trauma, it's like a, it's almost like a detective story that she goes back to try to put the pieces together to realize, like, why was she the one that lived? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really good. It's really powerful. It's incredibly well done. And she also stars in another film called Other People's Children, the same French actress. She's just winning awards for both of these films. So it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. And we have, we have a documentary that was also at Sundance that is out of West Virginia called King Cole. And it's a beautifully made film, really, really lovely, about what it's like to live in coal country up there and what what's happened to the families and what's what people are going through and what's the future. I mean, it's a really good film. So people Probably are interested. Probably a pretty bleak film. Uh, it's got I mean, some I mean, bleakness. It's poetic, it's, though. It's, it's got sort a lot of, an of poetry ethereal, about it. You know? It's what, an homage to a way of life that's disappearing in America. Yeah. Well, you guys, the film festival, and I'm sure all film festivals, do they open up a lens to go with a, go with a, <laughs> totally. go with a thing into, into other worlds. I mean, we live, that's what we love about it. We that's live in a little bit it. of a bubble. Yes. And I, you know, yeah. I've gotten into some political arguments with some people and they're like, oh yeah, there's no way this, I'm like, that's what you say in, you know, just in the, the blurred beltways that we live in, mm-hmm. but let's go out into central Ohio. Let's yeah. go out into Kansas City. Let's go out into L.A. Um, you know, and it, there's just so much that makes it up. And the stories are worldwide that you bring here that mm-hmm. we're able to 
sit in the comfort of our own little bubble home and take a peek into the other worlds, which is just... A, that just reminds me. There's a fun film we forgot to mention. It's called Dusty and Stones. And it's a couple of guys from Africa interested in country music. Interested in country music. Oh, no. Af- yeah, I think it's Africa. And they end up in Texas. It's their first trip to America. And it's like a fish out of water, really fun. <laughs> yeah. You're seeing it through their eyes kind of experience. But that's the whole point you're making. It's like exactly. we're showing people new worlds. We also have going back. I mean, when we talk about going back, and there's a we're bringing up a woman, Dorothy Cotton, who who nobody really knew about. And she's called Move When the Spirit Says Move. Um, says move. And it's a film about the woman who was the right hand to Martin Luther King that helped him make a lot of his decisions. And nobody really knew about her. And this is, this is the story. And it's, it's got a lot of footage. It's of, great. There's, of civil found rights footage, days. there's found film footage of her. We're showing that over at Asbury on That's Friday cool. uh, around noon. So, that, for, And I will say Asbury United Methodist surprisingly, is one of the more comfortable venues. The pews are very comfortable there to sit great, And I don't understand how they do there. it, but it, <laughs> it's wonderful. It is, it's and they've been lovely. great, great partners of ours. Um, it's, yeah, and Reverend Allen just lets, she doesn't interfere with the programming there, which is really wonderful. She lets us, she trusts us to bring in whatever is appropriate. Right. That's great. And we're careful. Right. Well, when the Annapolis Film Festival wraps up, and that will be on the 26th of March, um, you do have a thing called Best of the Fest. Yes. Um, rumor has it that it's a fun event. I've never made it to one. Um, Maybe we can change that this year. So the first half hour is is the award ceremony, and right. then we rerun the four films that won, the, the best document, audience awards only right. there. Best documentary, best narrative feature, best short narrative, and best short doc. Right. They get rerun. That, that's what I hear. And unfortunately, the way I roll with the film festival personally is I go all out starting Thursday night. <laughs> and, 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 and come Sunday at about 2 p.m., there's that wall. Yeah. And I'm usually at Sinfronteras or Caliente. Well, we hope no one else is doing what you're doing. With, with, with the beer. It's, it's because I, I sit there and I look, and my, my problem is that I go through the program, and I, I get my Sharpie out, and I start circling stuff, and then I'm like going, wait, no, they overlap. How do I do, you know, and then you're... So what I end up doing is like, it's an all-day adventure for me for three days, and uh, I just end up hitting that wall myself. That makes sense. Also, by the way, Sunday night during that Best of Fest, when, when those things, if, pe- if people have seen those films, they can also catch. We're going to have quite a few TBAs, and there'll be the jury winners will get replayed. Some of them, and some maybe a couple of other surprise films might get replayed in those. Uh, between the Bowen and Maryland Hall and possibly Annapolis Elementary, we'll be showing a few reruns of things that have yeah. won the awards or that we just decide to show again because they were so popular. So the best way to know about those reruns is to follow us on social. They'll go out on social media as soon as we know what films will be rerun. Okay, and that's Annapolis Film Festival on Facebook or... Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Twitter. It's Annapolis Film, film Fest. Fest. Annapolis right. Film Fest. Um, on social. Right. And uh, you also post that up at Maryland Hall. That's sort of like the hub for everything, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're excited to uh, be back at Maryland Hall. Mm-hmm. And they've gone through a lot of changes this year. And I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. It absolutely is. Tickets and passes are available at AnnapolisFilmFestival.org. Passes, I highly recommend the way to go, whether you um, 
go with uh, the, the, the full-blown VIP or the, uh, the other one that's the way to go because you can walk into a film. You don't need to worry about buying tickets and exchanging tickets if you miss it and, and all of that hassle if you buy individual Yeah, tickets. or if you get there and you say, uh-oh, this one's sold out, you can literally run to the next film and you're just, you got your pass, you get in line, you go in, boom, you're scanned. It, right. it's, you can see something else. Or also, we're going to have panels this year. They're not up yet, but they'll be up soon. And we're going to have our industry panels, four of them on Friday, one on Saturday, a director's panel, and on Sunday, the women's Voices of Women. So those are coming back. We just don't have them up yet. Well, this is exciting. I am looking forward to four days of beating the heck out of myself running between uh, the six different <laughs> venues. Uh, again, Mar at Maryland Hall, Maryland Hall at the Bowen Theater and the main theater, Annapolis Elementary, Asbury United Methodist, Ramshead on stage, and the Boys and Girls Clubs of Annapolis, which are really a good walking oh, yeah. path. I mean, it's not... During the day, you can easily walk it, you know. We're going to have a, a, some... We will have a, just a 14-pass van circulating between Maryland Hall and the Boys and Girls Club because we're worried about people crossing Spa Road. So if you want a ride, you can get a ride. But there's also parking, lots of parking at both of those venues. Also, reminder to everybody, if you're coming from out of town, uh, Annapolis Go provides $2 rides. It's a little green car. That's right. Right within the town. Um, and I, I will say, I want to give a shout out to the mayor because he's with the, the main garage being down under a rebuild. They've done a very good job of alternate transportations. Mm -hmm. uh, getting around town, if you look for the purple, purple bus, it <laughs> looks like Barney the Dinosaur. He says, uh, hop on and off that. That's free. You've got the Annapolis Go, which is an app. It's $2 for the first passenger, $1 for the second anywhere in the city. And they just expanded the areas actually a little bit just yesterday. You know, you've got the scooters and you've got the e-bikes that are all around as well. So there's plenty of different options to do as well as some of the outer garages. Yes. Well, also shout out to Mayor Gavin and his wife, beautiful wife, Jules, for supporting this festival the way they do. They're fans of it and they prove it every day. And also just to all the people. I mean, I don't think people realize that about 60% of our support is from individual people. Really? Every year. Yeah. Um, I think people, we see a lot of corporate sponsors, but not big, big, not too many big corporate sponsors because this is where everybody wants to live because they're not big corporate sponsors. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think as we grow, I think people need to understand that, you know, we're basically a festival that's almost a million dollar festival. A lot of it's in kind, but if we didn't have it in kind, we'd have to pay for many things. So it's through the generosity of the community we're able to do this each and every year. It's always a stretch. It's always a race to the finish and a battle to fundraise. And we hope that um, people will think in terms of giving long term and just helping us get this, you know. We can't survive. A festival like this will not be able to survive without the support of the community. And so far, they step up. And, and it's amazing. Our, our, our supporters are so incredible and not only do they support the festival but they come to the festival and they they support it in every way and we just need to expand that circle because well, we need 501c3 right yes, yes we so are. It, you know it's a great way to market your business you can you can underwrite a short film for 750 bucks and get two festival passes i mean that's a deal your, your logo can be up there it can be your your screening of that right. film you can invite people to it for 1500 you can underwrite a feature and then there's other prizes for spotlights and showcases but it's also totally tax-deductible donation. And you can also support through the Annapolis Film Society. And, yes. And you can just, I mean, as an individual, if you just wanted to contribute, you can do that because you're a film, film lover. Right. And the thing about the Film Society is we are now up all year long. It's not just a four-day festival anymore. Now we have the film, Annapolis Film Society that presents films, you know, as monthly uh, and 
in that period of time, people and we have some wine parties and oh, yeah. stuff for, for our members, and we do we do things throughout the year. But it's so great because you've got the film experience all year long now, and we'll be adding things, we'll be having conversations, we'll be doing things as we grow. We just need the support. True. One of my favorites was Jimmy Carter, rock and roll president. I love that. The, that whole venue. I mean, that was in the middle of COVID. I it know. Was out on the front steps of Maryland great? Hall. You brought your chairs. You had the wine. <laughs> yeah. It was a beautiful, night. cool night. It was October. Yeah. It was yeah. a cool night. We'd it like was, to do more of that. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. We would love to do more of that. Yeah, maybe this spring or early fall or whatever. We'll see. Well, for now, everybody, go AnnapolisFilmFestival.org. Buy your passes. Yeah, and there are a limited number of passes, so we do have to stop them at some point. So I would suggest getting them sooner rather than later. Tickets are available until the last minute, but get your passes now. And can you buy tickets at the door? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can. So even if you, you know, your plans have changed and all of a sudden you find yourself in town this weekend, yeah. you can walk into Asbury United and there's going to yeah. be somebody that yes. you can, you can buy a ticket. hundred percent. You can buy, you can buy a six pack of tickets. You can buy a student pass for, if you're a student and you have an ID, like 23 and under, you can do the whole festival for a hundred bucks. We just <laughs> want these opportunities for young people and we know they don't have much. So we're just trying to make these things possible. And, yeah. and we do have uh, the student showcase is a free event yeah. to the public. And it's, you know, it's really good. Our student showcase on Sunday and people and the local is not free, but it's great for for the because it involves all the films from that have been made shorts. Mostly, you know, have been made in Maryland. Um, so that's great. Yeah, that's great. AnnapolisFilmFestival.org. Go there now. And thank you guys so much for a bringing it back 11 times in a row. And uh continue to knock it out of the ballpark year after year and i am psyched for march 23rd to roll around thank you guys so much and um i guess i will see you next time at the movies yep i we will see you on the red carpet on the red carpet and at the movies for the weekend you can see on the stars as you walk along Remember, passes and tickets for the Annapolis Film Festival are available right now at AnnapolisFilmFestival.org. I've got mine. Now you need to go get yours, and I'll see you at the movies. Hey, hey, hey.